0: radio for a really great future
1: we're talking real money hey again welcome to talking real money the daily edition i'm don mcdonald and do you crave more excitement than the stock market can possibly provide i mean real excitement option level excitement maybe well maybe not that exciting but pretty darn close if the stock market is too boring for you You know, if that little 50% annual loss potential of the stock market is just not enough scariness for you, well, folks, maybe cryptocurrencies are where you ought to be. You remember back in 2008 when the stock market lost about half its value? Well, in 2018, Bitcoin managed to lose 75 percent of its value. more than 75 percent, almost 80. much, much, much more frightening. That was just in calendar year 2018. But I bet you haven't paid much attention since, have you? Because you know, Bitcoin lazed around the high $3,000 level for a long time well, for Bitcoin a long time, a couple of months, you know, it was fluctuated up and down a little bit, but now, well, Bitcoin's back doing what it's always done so well. It's fluctuating like crazy. I mean, crazy. Not even, I don't think crazy is even a, 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 a an adequate word. It's insanity. And it may be that, there really is some lunacy behind it. I mean, now, get this. Late at night on April 1st, early April 2nd, way across the ocean in Asia, some trades occurred in Bitcoin, because Bitcoin trades 20, trades 24 hours a day, seven days a week. On April 2nd, in less than one hour, the price of Bitcoin soared s- more than seventeen percent, more than seventeen percent in minutes. Now I've read all over the place, uh, all of the the crypto crazies, uh, trying to understand why it did it. You know, there were uh, that maybe the the people were closing out their short positions. Uh, you know, there was a short squeeze. You know, given the history of cryptocurrencies, all of the bad deals that have been done, all of the tens of millions of dollars that have been stolen, all of the initial coin offerings that were just so much hot air, my cynical belief is that the most likely explanation for such an incredible increase in the price of Bitcoin is probably manipulation. It just looks strikingly similar to the old pump and dump schemes, where people would manipulate penny stock prices, kick the price way, way, way up, and then they dump into that market. I mean, get this. On Let's go back to April first. April first, Bitcoin opened at a little over four thousand dollars in the US markets. On April 3rd, it got to almost $5,300. Two days. And now it's uh, off Uh, let's see, right? This is one of my recording, this is the fourth. It's off about $400. Uh, it's, these movements are just incredible. And I'm betting that it's nothing more than market manipulation. I mean, what is Bitcoin worth? This is the question that that everyone who deals in cryptocurrencies needs to answer. What's it worth? How do you determine its value? How do you determine the value of something that has no value? Well, I guess gold, technically. Gold has no value. It is a rock. Uh, we just t- together mutually decided that that rock was worth Well, what's gold at right now. Let me get the latest. Gold is at $1,300. Been staying there for a while. So we, we got together, and we all agree gold's worth thirty. Well, we don't all, all agree. I don't agree. But people who play that market agree that it's worth about $1,300. It's a rock. At least you can measure the rock. You can weigh the rock, and you can pound the rock into something. You can pound it into a ring or a bracelet or a necklace, or you can use it to decorate a cake. Really, I ate one of those. I don't know why. It was at some fancy restaurant, and there was gold leaf tasted like the cake Uh, or you can use it in electronics and it makes current move faster uh, with less resistance but what is bitcoin worth so uh, it was over five thousand dollars so is it worth twenty thousand dollars as it was in 2017 or is it worth five thousand dollars or is it worth absolutely nothing i mean Your guess really does carry about as much weight as anyone's that it's worth what people are willing to pay for it. And as long as people are willing to pay forty eight hundred dollars for for a little puff of Bitcoin air. But as to its real value in terms of what you can do with it, you could buy twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff with it in 2017. Now five thousand dollars worth of stuff tomorrow. Two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Who knows? It's impossible to value, but it's something made of nothing. So if you have something made of nothing, I'm going to give it a value a lot closer to zero personally. What you pay is up to you, but boy, I hope it's money that you love to watch fluctuate all over the place. If you have questions for the podcast, even about Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, 855-935-TALK is the number to call, 855-935-8255. You can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with your questions. And right now, we're going to take a call.
2: Hey, guys. I keep hearing you talk about the uh, VT WAX, the Vanguard Total World Stock, and uh, the VT is the ETF version of it, and... As I'm looking on my Fidelity account where I've got my four oh one K and everything, I can purchase either one, but uh VT costs me four ninety nine, whereas V T Wax will cost me seventy five bucks. I know I could just go to the Vanguard site and that's probably what I'll do. But I wanna understand the difference. Uh, and I know it's a remedial question, so uh, you know, a lot of your listeners may be more advanced with this, but um, you know, it is what it is, four year old questions how I learned. So uh, can you just kind of explain the difference and what you recommend? And and uh, there obviously a, a huge difference in the price of each individual share. So uh, anything, any insight you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Thanks.
1: This is a great question. ETFs versus open-end mutual funds. They compete for the same dollars. They do very, very similar things. The reason. ETFs were created though was to make it easier to trade mutual funds, to move in and out of them quickly. You see, mutual funds, the open end mutual fund like the VTWAX, VTWAX, are priced every single day at the end of the day at the total value of all of the securities in the account, in the portfolio that's the price that's if you wanted if you sold that day that's the price you're going to get if you bought shares that day that's the price you're going to pay it is very simple very straightforward it's a very clean operation but etfs they're different now, with an ETF like VT, which is exactly the same in terms of its portfolio as VTWAX, they are both Vanguard Total World Stock Index funds. They have in them about 8,000 stocks in, it, in exactly the same proportions as each other. Their fees are almost identical. The only area where we get into some differences is how they are bought and sold. As I said, with the mutual fund, you pay the price at the end. You put in an order tomorrow to buy VTWAX. The price you pay will be the price of all the securities divided by all the shares at the end of the day tomorrow. Someone else is selling at that exact same price. That's not the way the stock market works. The stock market works in an, it's more of an auction. It's like, oh, I'll give you this. uh, And you say, no, I'll take this. It's called bid and ask. There is a bid and ask price. And there is a spread between those prices. So when you sell VT into the market, you usually get the bid. And when you buy it, you pay the ask And the difference between those two is a spread that is not a commission per se. So they don't have to quote it as such, which is why the big difference, why most brokers are going to charge you a transaction fee of $50 to $100 to buy an opened in fund because they make absolutely nothing selling VTWAX. Vanguard won't pay them a 12B1 fee. They don't have a 12B1 fee. So the broker makes nothing. There's no incentive. There's no compensation. Why should they do it for free? Right? Makes sense. You don't do your job for free. Why should they do theirs for free? But with VT, ah, the difference is the commission is meaningless to them. What they care about is the spread between the bid and the ask. And I'll use today for an example. The spread between the bid and the ask for VT. If you tried to sell it today, you would have gotten $74 a share. If you tried to buy it today at the close, you would have paid $75 a share. The difference is that spread. So if you bought 100 shares of VT the counterparties, the brokers involved in this transaction on either side now have $100 they can split among themselves. And if, say, Fidelity is on both sides of that trade, they're the ones who bought VT for some, from somebody and they're selling it to you, they get their $100 plus their $7, well, $14 commission on uh, $7 on either side. So they make $114. Much more, actually, you see, much more. Than they made with the seventy-five dollar transaction fee. We, this, I, I, it, it. There are all these little deals that sound free, but there's all this machination, uh, all of these machinations going on behind the scenes with the pricing. It's like when somebody says, "Ah, oh, I'll get you, I'll buy you a bond without any commission." Well, fine, but the bond, if you try to sell it, you you may get ninety-six dollars uh, per hundred dollar value. And if you try to buy it, you probably pay $101 for every $100 in value. that That's the spread. That's how they make their money. And there's always going to be. I'm telling you, I don't care what it is. Even when they tell you there isn't one, somewhere there's a fee you're paying. And you need to understand what that is. So your best bet, your least expensive bet, the best the the better way to buy is to buy VTWAX VTWAX directly through Vanguard. That's the best way to get them. Don't buy them through a broker because the broker is going to charge you a big fee. Uh, if you have to buy it through your broker, well, you're not getting anything for free if you buy VT over VTWAX because you're going to play. You're going to have a spread six one way, mm. about half a dozen the other. <laughs> Isn't that life? I have to make a decision. Oh, let's see. It's about six one way and half a dozen the other. But there's one decision that's easy to make. Calling this show its so easy. And the questions, I don't care how rudimentary you might think they are. They are important not just to someone listening, but to me, too. I need to explain these things. And sometimes I don't know what you want explained unless you tell me or call me at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. And, you know, speaking of charges, I, I, I should say this every show. This show is made possible through a generous grant by the firm that I own and Tom owns also called Vestery. We are a fee only investment advisory firm. We don't plug it very often on the show because this is a, a, a podcast about education. But we do want to help people and we do charge people to help them manage their money, to hold their hand, to build the right portfolio. There is a fee for that. It starts at nine-tenths of 1% a year and goes down to uh, about three-tenths of a percent a year, depending on how much money you have. Uh, So, yeah, we charge, but that's how much we charge, and there are no commissions or anything. We disclose everything. But we also do something, and we do this without expectation. And that is we try to help everybody who has a problem, whether it's through you asking questions here or you sending in a question via talking real money. Or in some cases, when things get just a little more complicated, we we make our advisors work on a uh, a, a, a no fee basis. We're cruel and heartless, Uh, but they like doing it. And so if you want to make an appointment with one of our advisors for free, now we will not manage your money for the rest of your life for free. Don't even think that. We're going to charge you. But if you have a question, you're a little confused about how to allocate a 401k or something, you can also do that through 401411.com. But you can also set up an appointment with no cost and no obligation, as long as it doesn't take the broker more than about a half hour 45 minutes, We might stretch to an hour just by going to our website, which is talkingrealmoney.com. Just set up an appointment with an advisor. And I absolutely promise you they're not going to pressure you to buy anything because we don't sell anything. And they're not going to pressure you to become a client because we get lots of those anyway because, huh, gee, people want an honest advisor. There's a big surprise. So go check it out at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. Everything's there, and a new version of TalkingRealMoney.com is under, it's, it's so close to being done, it's coming out really soon, so watch for that too. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Take good care of yourselves. I'm Don McDonald.